Welcome to Powerful, Wild and Magical, the podcast for the female leader who wants to reconnect with her true essence, step into her divine feminine power and make a huge impact in the world. I am your host, Nadia Gargalo, and in today's episode, we have Bianca Topra. Bianca is a wellness coach specializing in burnout who helps empower busy burnout professionals to create a healthy, balanced life that's full of purpose, fulfillment, and clarity. After overcoming burnout herself and having to go through radical life changes, she has found her passion in helping others find balance and fulfillment. In this deep conversation, we talk about why it is so common to burn out in modern society, what leads us to burn out, how purpose and fulfillment is key to a healthy and balanced lifestyle, and some key practices to maintain balance. This episode will really make you reflect on your lifestyle. Let's get into it. Welcome to Powerful, Wild and Magical. I'm so happy to have you here. We've been working together for a while and you are so deep in my heart and it's a pleasure to have you here talking about the topic you are the most expert in. Oh, thank you, Nadia. Thank you so much. Lovely welcome. I'm super excited to be here and yeah, we've worked together. So yeah, we've got a lot to, a lot to discuss and a lot to share today. So I can't wait. Yeah, I would love to start with your story because you your expertise is in burnout and stress as a wellness coach. And I would love to hear your story about you burning out and like what got you into burning out and how you overcame it. Yeah, so um, it's it's a really interesting burnout story, actually. So I was living in London. I had a dream, my dream job um, as a freelance photo editor in some of the UK's best women's glossy magazines. Um, I was having a fantastic time, apparently ticked all the boxes, was leading this very glittery life. Um, but then at 30, my whole life just kind of collapsed around me. Um, after years of working way too many hours very high levels of stress pushing pushing myself too hard um people pleasing overthinking everything as well a lot of destructive behavior and negative patterns finally and my whole mind body and core energy as well I just couldn't cope anymore I had ignored the warning signs for too long and I completely burnt out um, from there, I did try to carry on for about a year, just still living that very fast paced life, stretching myself way too thin, not listening to myself, my body, my emotions as well. I thought everything was, oh, it's OK for now. You know, I thought I was healthy as well at the time, um, but I just sank deeper into burnout and into uh, a subsequent real you know, bad health as well. I ended up getting super sick. I was on antibiotics every month for about a year. Um, and I also desperately wanted a quick fix for this 
what, what I didn't even realize at the time was burnout. I didn't know anything about burnout then. Um, I wanted things to just go back to how they were. I just wanted to carry on living my, my really exciting, fast-paced London life. Um, but I didn't have any answers about how to regain any motivation, any health, um, and importantly, that core energy. So finally, um, my mum luckily came to save me and she just said, come and take a break. <laughs> just stop for a while. You know, nothing's going to happen while you just press pause on things. Come and uh, just recuperate your health and figure out what you want. So I finally agreed to make some big changes in my life. I went to Spain uh, to live with my family there as well. Um, and I started to focus my energy on what were the best choices for myself and for my health as well. And, and my health started to become number one in all my decision making as well. Um, and then that was it was a pretty long journey for me because I was so, so severely burnt out and so severely sick. Um, and there was a lot of unlearning to do and a lot of relearning lots of new things as well. Um, but since then, I've met my husband, Miguel, and I live in Spain and I've got a little boy who's four. Um, and now I, I just can't believe I just I managed to help people, um, you know, root so profoundly in their lives, going through similar things as well. And, yeah, it just brings me so much passion and so much joy. So that's, that's my story in a nutshell. Had an experience that burnout, you wouldn't have moved to Spain and you wouldn't be where you are now. So you actually needed that complete burnout to to like pause and take that break and actually move to Spain. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I was I've been thinking actually on a post of that that how I'm you know very grateful that that has all happened to me now. And you know, even through those darkest times and when I was really struggling, um, I'd work for about an hour a day and then go home and collapse for the rest of the day. Like, you know, there was no way in hell I could even consider going to the gym. I could literally do a stroll around the block. Yeah, I was so, so sick. So, but through all of that, you know, comes a lot of growth, a lot of learning, a lot of challenges. You become wiser and you start to realize what's going to work for you in your present and your future. And it also gives you the opportunity to um, try out new things and discover things that you didn't know before. So, yeah, I am really grateful that that happened to me for sure. Yeah. It's crazy how we can push our body so much. And I have experienced burnout a couple of times. The first one was when I started my business, this is the coaching business, um, I was working nine to five and I was also teaching Latin dances two, three evenings a week, plus building the business. So every week I was, at, every evening I was at home, plus the weekends until 3, 4 p.m. I was working on the business. So I literally had no days off, <laughs> just the Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon. And I kept going and going and going. And then my when I was at work, my brain was in the business and thinking like I couldn't concentrate. I mean, like it became so hard, but you keep pushing because you don't know it any way. And I'm, I'm lucky, I'm grateful that I already had a very good connection with my body. So I could feel that but it's still pushed. So I then go to the point where you were, but I did have to take two months break, um, like from the business, 
because I couldn't leave the job at that point. So I had to break, take a break from the business, couple of months, stop with like posting on social media, like creating programs, anything that I was doing and eventually decided to leave my job. But it's crazy how a lot of people who might not have this connection with the body and it's not able to listen like I was to a point where it's not so bad. Um, they can just push and push and you can find yourself where you were, like where you don't even have energy to even go about the day. Mm. Yeah, you just mentioned so many interesting things there. For example, sometimes we find ourselves in those situations like yourself and mine. Um, and it's okay for a period of time. We need to be the judge of our bodies. Um, you know, we can push and push, but so long as we realize that that isn't sustainable and you have to foresee what is going to be the, the secondary effects of this. And is this the way I want to lead my life? You know, that has to, there has to be some kind of a cutoff point for, okay, I'll do this at this point until I can move into this. Um, also, like you said, it's the emotional as well that was taking such a toll on you when you weren't thinking of one, you were thinking of the other. The emotional can also lead to that burnout as well. That's really draining as well. So, so yeah. yeah. That reminds me actually of my second burnout because it was totally emotional. I was healthy. I was exercising. It was actually during the pandemic. So when the pandemic started in March 2020, I, I came to Spain. I was living in London at that time. And I came to Spain because my mom was here and she was by herself. And it was an opportunity for me because back in London, I was working in the coaching business as well as a dance school that I just had opened. And I came here and it was the opportunity for the very first time to fully focus on the business because I always had the dancing or the dancing and the nine to five. Mm-hmm. And I was so into it. I, I was working with a coach on like doing webinars and like doing paid advertising and all the stuff. And then my launch went wrong and I had to stop completely for four months. Like I was sick of the business and this was completely emotional because it was the pandemic. We were in lockdown. I was just going like doing my exercise, my morning routines, being in the sun because here in Spain, we, we were in the actually in the summer house. So I was like sunbathing and working on the business quite a lot, but I still was a very relaxed time, you know, but still the burnout was even stronger or I felt is stronger than the previous time and it was completely emotional Mm, that's so interesting burnout it can really especially if we're doing something that we're passionate about it can really creep in very slowly um and I think you know you've had that before so you were aware but it it presented itself in such a different format um also it can be part of are you know there's a lot of things that can contribute to that for example our character traits I'm a real A-type personality you know maybe you're an extrovert introvert all these different things your upbringing your childhood your environment um so many things can contribute to this and it doesn't just mean um uh, uh stress this is you know when it can become chronic stress as well and it doesn't just have to be the physical 
um, symptoms that you're looking out for. It can be like what happened to you as well, the emotional one. For me, for my second burnout, it was also an emotional one as well. I had this big drama at my wedding. I had just moved from the coast of Spain into Seville. Um, I quit my job, started a new job. So as well as it being physically, I was still not listening to my body and pushing myself um, too much and too much people pleasing. Um, it was also a lot of emotional factors as well. So, yeah. And I think it's important when we do have these, like you say, it's great that you, you've had the chance of having the, the two months and the four months to recuperate and stuff. But I do have a lot of clients that come to me as well. And they're in the same position as us. They're, they're very aware that's happened. They don't want to go back into that space, but they're not sure how. And they've got to forge this new life for themselves. And like I said, with my burnout, it takes a lot of unlearning and a lot of relearning and discovering, you know, what way forward to go um, and how to break a lot of habits as well, maybe behavioral habits. Um, you know, sometimes it's not just a quick fix, like a quick holiday or a quick two week break or something like that. But, you know, if, if it is burnout that you're suffering, it's, you know, it can be quite severe. Um, and yeah, the work needs to be yeah, done there as well. A lot of people do that, right? We live this, these fast paced lives and then... Like let's go on holidays and we are supposed to just relax in one or two weeks and then go back and we start, we'll still keep pushing and we think that's enough mm. when it's, it's really not yeah no exactly we have to address I mean burnout is you know it's a lot more than just stress it's when stress has possibly become chronic or lots of other factors and it's when it's within you for a good period of time as well yeah, this is the, the last, the last thing. You've had lots of warning signs up until then, but if you've been ignoring them or pushing them onto the carpet, then, you know, your final thing is going to be a big burnout. Um, yeah, and like you said, a holiday is great for sure, but it is also addressing a lot of other factors. You know, is it your work situation? You know, if it's your work situation, is it because there's, lack of rewards, you're overqualified, um, different values to you, you know, there's a lot of things to, to think about as well. Well, the way I see it is if you are, so if you are truly in balance in your life and fulfilled, you don't need a holiday. You just go on holidays because of the pleasure of being on holidays, right? But not because you need the break to escape from your life, which I think is very different. Mm. Nice. Yeah, that's a good point for sure. I think, you know, something that has, you know, been working with you has brought so much of that into my life as, you know, like you, you can't quite say every day is a holiday, but, you know, every day, if we make it a priority to bring that joy into our life, you know, what is it that brings that joy? You know, firstly, what are your values? What what's important to you in your life is it your family is it your love is it you know how do we get more of that into our life into our lives and then and then hopefully we can be more content with where we are as well and and yes life is going to throw us a load of lemons and there's always going to be struggles and exterior struggles internal struggles but it's about learning how to, you know, if it's too much stress, it's about learning how to deal with the stressor, the stress, the closing the stress cycles, bringing in some tools to help when life gets too much and having a little bit more resilience. Yeah. Um, but 
ultimately, yeah, looking for what brings us that joy in our lives as well. Mm. Yeah, you were mentioning about the habits, and I think that's something so important because you might burn out, and as you experience, I have experienced like you burn out twice, same as I did. So if even if you change your life and you change things, but you still fall into the same patterns or you don't listen to the, to the science, you can still burn out even making changes. So I think it's very important to be aware of what are the triggers and where you are pushing too much and where you are having unhealthy habits instead of being in that balance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, balance is such a key point of what you're saying there. Um, you know, uh, a lot a lot of times on social media and with myself, we talk about finding that balance in life. You know, what's that work-life balance? Um, firstly, that balance is going to be very different to everybody as well. Um, and when we do talk about ba balance, I like to see balance in my life personally as just this beautiful dance with life. You know, it's not this traditional scales of, you know, one on the left, one on the right, one is work, one is life, and they're equally balancing exactly at the same time. Um, but it's kind of many areas of our life, many of these scales, and they're going up and they're flowing down and they're flowing up. And, and we've got to kind of go with them nicely, gently, and, and, and trying to do that as gracefully as possible. And sometimes... Some of those scales are going to tip down and that's fine. Sometimes we need to lean into that a bit more. Maybe you need to give a little bit more into work. You need to put some more hours. But I think it's important to realize that that's not the only thing in your life. And that's not the only thing that's going to fill you up and give you that energy as well. Um, there's many other areas of your life. And whereas sometimes you know, you need to put a lot of eggs in that basket, you cannot lose touch of those other areas of your life. Um, so a lot of clients come to me and they've, you know, they're working 50 hours or something like that. They're working, yeah, well over, well, well over. And they have slowly, very slowly, completely forgotten about basic needs complete basic needs like um, you know, food or creams or clothes or, and, you know, general self-care and self-care is a big umbrella term and that, that, that's different to everyone as well. So it's about, okay, maybe at this period in your life, you've got to do a lot of that, but you have to incorporate these things and you can't neglect them either. Um, so for me, that's what means balance. It means dancing between all of them, you know, giving, taking a little bit from from those and also reassessing every so often like is this what I need in my life right now is this what I want in my life is this where I see myself in five months time is it going to bring me that contentment that joy that I want if not well what can I do to to, to benefit to work with that to change it a bit you know, if you can't, you know, you want to change jobs, you can't just change jobs. Maybe that isn't the answer. There's, you know, there's other answers to work with, with that as well. Yeah, it's really, really landing what you were saying about the fluctuations, because we can't expect life to be linear, like everything is cyclical. And there is going to be times where you're going to need more of the play and less of the work. There's going to be times where you need you're going to be working a little bit more and have a little bit less of the play and there's going to be times where you're going to have a very social active life uh, weeks that you're going to exercise more than others like 
is always fluctuating. And as you said, it's the beautiful balance, balancing those. So when, when one area goes down, then some other area might go up and then it's looking into that and then bringing back the balance and just flowing with, with everything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And when you, you were mentioning about the values and I'm talking slightly about it now. And yeah, I think the values is something that we really need to be working on because when you are in these states where you are pushing yourself and under stress constantly, probably your bad values are not supporting you. Mm. So it's, I think it's very important to look at your values mm. and really reassess what are the values that are truly important for mm. you. Because yeah. we start putting work and achievements and success as our main values. And yeah. that's what actually leads us to, to burn out because we have those values so high and all the values like I don't know, family, health, uh, exercising, good food, self-care, they're mm. no priority at all when they, mm. they should be. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, some people come to me and they've never even considered uh, looking at themselves in the mirror in that metaphorical sense. And this could be because of... Um, they've just happened to land into something or has fallen on their lap or for a job, for instance, or that um, an opportunity was given to them, they took it, or that, you know, they've got to pay the bills and there's no choice at the minute either. Or, or you're conditioning as a child as well. Maybe it was someone else's values that are placed on yours. So it's only when, when we start doing the work and start digging a little bit deeper and, you know, we, we talk about, well, what's important to you in life? How do you want to live your life? And if you're not clear on that, then what can you do to help yourself discover, you know, what are you passionate about? Um, and, and then once you start to get a bit more of a feel for, you know, those things, then you can start to lean into them a little bit more as well. Um, you know, what do you enjoy doing? What makes you jump out of bed in the morning? Um, what do you start doing and you just lose track of the time also what innately are you good at you know what gifts have you been given we've all been given so many amazing gifts and that's the great thing about working with you as well you really get to tap into you know really what you can offer to other people where they're lacking in that area um, and what maybe you need to work on a little bit more as well um, so yeah I think knowing what's important to you in life um, you know, it doesn't have to be an actual concrete thing either, like your health, your family. It could be values such as gratitude, um, joy, knowledge, things like that. Um, and, and also your values, you know, they can change with time. Once you know your values, you know, that, that leads on to what you want to do in life, your purpose. And it's okay if these things change with time as well. I've had like three careers over <laughs> over my life already and that was great for me at the time that was what I wanted but then I knew they had a shelf life and and then I wanted to work another way towards a different set of values and and that's fine as well yeah values are going, going to change as we grow as well right mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so when you are working with your clients on burnout what are the most common factors leading them to burnout so um 
that it, that's a big question. Um, <laughs> it could be, for example, like we've spoken about, it could be work. It used to be, so burnout was a term that was um, spoken about in the 70s by the psychologist, and it was mainly about uh, jobs back then, like lawyers, teachers, doctors, big caregivers. Um, and burnout is um, a physical and emotional or mental collapse exhaustion or fatigue caused by overwork or now it's also emotionally demanding situations or chronic stress um this could come from maybe you're in a very toxic environment at the minute could be your like childhood experiences any trauma that you've been through as well giving more than you should um not listening to where your boundaries are as well not knowing where your boundaries are never having to assess those uh pushing too hard physically as well maybe you're a full-time working parent like I said before maybe you're a caregiver as well things that are there's a lot of things that maybe you feel like you're out of your control um limited support network too much perfectionism fear of change or feelings that you're too stuck um and burning the candle at both ends as well so there's quite a lot of factors that can that can lead to that and I think also we've seen you know life is quite demanding we're being pushed in lots of different directions as well there's a lot going on exterior wise as well you know the pandemic we've all been through a lot um, and with myself now as well, we're all wearing a lot of different metaphorical hats, like I'm this coach, I'm this mum, I'm this friend, I'm this and this and that. So again, it's about learning to juggle those things. So a lot of factors. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so I, when you are experiencing burnout, um, obviously you need to make changes. And sometimes those changes can be triggering or challenging for people. So what are the most common fears that you see coming up for your clients when you are asking them to make changes? Because obviously burning out is about staying in the same situation, even though you are not being comfortable there, you just keep pushing. So yeah. I, I guess making those changes is quite challenging. Mm, there it is, yeah. I mean, luckily, when people get to the point of uh, working with me, they are really open and they are super ready to do the work. So that's why you've gone to a coach. You're ready for a life transformation. You know that life, you're not living life to the way you can be. And there is there is a better way of living life as well. Um, so you're very open to digging into what any of those fears and those blocks could be. Um, I think we've touched on a lot of them as well. I think, you know, sometimes I think we've touched really on a lot of them, like, um, you know, people being, you know, stuck at work or it could be a lot of emotional stuff as well, like fear of being alone or fear that you should be doing stuff according to other people's um, values as well. So things like that. Yeah. Um, so I know you focus on helping your clients find that balance, but also to find fulfillment and purpose in life. So how is this related to burnout? So I think when you've got those values in place and you know what 
you want to do, you know how you want to be living your life, what's acceptable, what isn't acceptable. Um, and then maybe you need to start discovering a new way forward. Um, I think it's important to think about, you know, what you enjoy doing, what your gifts are, like we said before, searching for what your strengths are. Um, maybe these things have been undeveloped or they've not been touched on as well. Um, and I think trying to look for that joy in life as well, um, that's going to help you work towards more of your purpose and, and getting more clarity in life as well. Um, and this doesn't just have to be with your job either. This can be, you know, with your life. I, I knew, you know, I knew when I had my first but big burnout was because I wanted to have a family and I was so far away from that and I really wanted to have a child and I knew also that within my career that I wanted to serve people in a very different way to what I was doing you know I was a very creative person so I was filling one side of my life completely but the other side where I felt like I really wanted to make a difference in a shift that wasn't being you know fulfilled um so I think getting in touch with those things as well can really help you discover where you want to go in life as well. I think the society we live in has made us firstly super demanding in so many areas, but at the same time compromising, which is crazy. So we are demanding. So inside we want something else, but then we just keep compromising constantly in relationships at work. We've been so like, no, like the things that you love, your passions, that's for a hobby. It's not for a career. And we just stay in jobs that we don't enjoy. And we stay in relationships that are not healthy just because mm. we think we should. And yeah, I, think I think that's a big factor emotionally to just burn out because we are living life just being so unhappy. Mm. Yeah, it's again, it goes back to what you said before. It's a factor of a, a lot of those fears as well. You know, what's what's been stopping you from moving forward? And, you know, what are you really scared of people seeing? You know, is it the true you or are you scared of failure? Um, you know, where does that being scared of failure come from? What's the worst that can happen? And, and as a lot of, you know, self-limiting beliefs as well. Oh, I need to do this to do this, or I've got to do, you know, you know, there's a lot of that going on as well. And it's when you start to tap into those, um, you know, you can, you really got to take that first step as well. That's, you just got to go for it sometimes. And even if it's a tiny little step, you know, what's one thing you can do towards that goal? then at least you know you're making some kind of change. But, you know, getting out of that comfort zone isn't easy. It's really difficult, really difficult, especially when you're uncertain about what direction to take or if you don't have the support. So, it, you know, that, that's not easy territory to go through, but it is possible. I see it with all my clients, this massive change within them. And where has all this come from? It's come from them, all inside them. They've been the ones that have said yes, like, I'm ready for change. Like this has got to happen. Something's got to change. I'm learning what my worth is. Maybe I didn't know what it was, but now I'm learning through myself, not thanks to others or others' opinions. And I'm realizing that I can get what I want. I can do what I want. And, you know, working within 
what we have as well, our jobs and our bills and stuff like that. But yeah, it's definitely possible. And I, I see that all the time with my clients, that massive change from, you know, being at point A to getting to, to point B. And at the beginning, there's this, oh, I should do this, oh, I can't do this. And I really want to do this. And, and then once you do that work as well, and you really look inside, that's when the, the magic happens and you will you can get to that point as well and like what you said before it's probably not going to be linear mm-hmm. you're going to do a lot of detours but I think that's part of the beauty of life as well and the ups and the downs and the learning and that's part of the process and it's going to make us such a, a better person so yeah I, I can't wait to see our, what our children are taught this as part of their education, because for like our generation is that we have to come across with something that tell us that we actually can go after our dreams and that can be true because we haven't been told that. Like we have been told that you should be grateful for what you have and like you have a partner, you have a good job, even if you don't like it or things are not working and like you shouldn't dream so big. So if, it's not people like us that we have experienced big challenges and we grew from those and we came across the right thing to move forward and start pursuing our, our dreams and like fulfillment. We will pro- probably have just stayed fighting with, with life. And I think it's so, so important to start teaching our children. I don't have children mm-hmm. yet, but you do that everything is possible you can have the dream relationship you can have have the dream job do what you love you don't have to compromise having a job you don't re- truly love because of paying your bills and and yeah just creating the magic and then believing they can create the magic because it's been a big challenge for me and probably for you to believe that you can have all that you have now mm-hmm. Definitely. I think it's interesting as well, um, you know, culturally and your environment, it, it plays just the biggest part. So I know what it is to grow up in the UK and their attitude and, and everything. And I've got, I've got um, clients from America as well and being in Spain. So I see these different conditionings as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it does play a part. But I think if you're willing to be aware of that and willing that that understanding that that isn't who you have to be you can follow your dreams like you said in your passions then you know you're onto something good I think the awareness is the first step isn't it it is absolutely without awareness there is no change that you can make um so what are some practices you could share with our listeners uh, to maintain balance so um, I think if firstly, if you feel like you are struggling and there's one part of your area that's predominantly taking up too much of your energy or your time, um, or, you're, or maybe you're not sure what area is, but you just feel like something is amiss, then um, I would download my workbook. That's got a wellness wheel. Um, with that, it's got many sections of your life and you can have a look and you can have a just a bit of a a think into what areas you feel like are suffering there. Um, and then there's some great questions on there as well. And that's going to ask you, um, you know, what areas do you feel like you need to work on a little bit more? What's been getting in the way for you? What could you do to move forward a little bit in that area? Um, 
and what's one thing you could do for yourself today um and then just start to work in those areas a little bit more i mean you know if it's the basics then you know you have to good think about the food the sleep the your immune system all those things i mean it depends that balance is going to be very different for someone else is it is it going to be the movement is it going to be the exercise why has it not been working is it because you think you should do this type of thing but actually if you change it slightly you could do it in a different way um do you need to incorporate something else into your life as well like routines um what are your non-negotiables for example for me now my stretching in the morning for example that is what is going to come first if i don't do that then i'm going to feel out of whack all day and it's going to kind of throw me off all day um so i think the first step is just assessing what part of your life is out of balance and then take it from there yeah i love that <laughs> because mm-hmm. it can be so different for for each person so what some personal advice you would like to share with our listeners? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, um, and with anyone that's probably worked with you, so it's probably going to resonate as well, or if they're thinking about working with you. Um, for me, my advice would be what brings you joy in this life? If you looked back in your life, could you say that you did everything you could possibly do to work towards that joy or would you look back and say oh god I've worked too much or oh god I do this and um so what does that joy mean to you in your life is it your family is it the being physical and healthy is it having that work as well as all the other things as well um and also looking for the the small joys in life as well just I think being being present, that's what a successful life for me is. Um, being joyful in everything, it, is in as much as possible that I can. Um, being present as well, really soaking up like the here and the now. And having, uh, that's what for me, having a successful life is. So I just hope that's inspired others as well. I love that because as entrepreneurs, we can get so trapped into the successful business and the 10K months and all that stuff when success is not truly about that. Like for me, it's a lot of freedom and time for myself to mm. like the things that I love and the things that bring me joy and pleasure, as you said. Mm. And I like building my business uh, on pleasure and ease. But before I was like pursuing this 10K, consistent 10K months and being successful and having a big audience and lots of followers and it was just causing the stress and more pressure. Mm-hmm. And that was not truly what my soul desired. It was what my mind, my not self was desiring. Mm. And that sounds like those were exterior influences as well because I've had that as well. Your business should be this. You should be doing that. You should be doing this. Yeah, but actually, I think if you're just having fun with what you're doing and um, you're enjoying it and you're soaking up the present moment as well to as much as we can, then, yeah, for sure. That's a recipe for success, I reckon. Beautiful <laughs> advice. So before we finish, yeah. I would love to ask you the powerful wild and magical question. So what's something you are absolutely in love with right now, right now in your life that is lighting your soul up? 
Gosh, I reckon, I think it might be the, the combination of all those areas of my life is a bit of an intricate answer. I'm not, I'm not sure what the, your other podcast guests have given, but what lights me up is just being able to live to those values. For example, um, my business, I love it. I love being help, being able to help people so profoundly make such an incredible impact in their lives. That lights me up. My son spending quality time with him, that lights me up, my family, the sun, the nature, just figuring these things out um, and leaning into them as well. And yeah, just going, going with that as well and learning that when life is throwing you things as well, um, like what one of your last posts said, just to accept that and just realize that that's only gonna be temporary, isn't it? So yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, where can people find you? Is there any programs, freebies, anything you want to share with our audience? Yeah, definitely. So if you find me on Instagram, I'm sure, Nadia, you're going to put the link there. So it's Bianca Topham, T-O-P-H-A-M coach. Get in contact with me there. Um, I've got a free workbook. This is going to start you on your incredible transformative journey as well. It's got a ton of tools on it for use, for time management, for reflection, absolutely a ton of things. Um, and if you're then interested and really ready to do the work as well and ready for the life transformation, then get in contact. I will offer you a complimentary coaching session for you just to really see the power of coaching and we can discover what your struggles have been what's been getting in the way for you get a plan for you to go forward as well and um, for you to feel more energized fulfilled discover that the healthy purpose-led life that you want and very much deserve so yeah get in contact yeah i will 100 leave everything on the show notes and thank you so much for being here today. It was such a lovely conversation. Thank you, Nadia. Thanks for inviting me. Very special. It's been lovely. Thanks for listening. I hope you liked this episode. If you did, please subscribe, share it, tag me and Bianca, and share your thoughts and breakthroughs with us. I would love to connect with you. Follow me on Instagram where you can reach me out and find more of what I do. Thanks for being here with me today. I will see you in the next episode, Powerful Wife and Magical Being.